Welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case, and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in the studio today is my co-pilot, Jeff Harding. Jeff, how's it going today? It's going well, Kyle. It's going well. And how about you? I'm doing good. Thank you. You, are, really you, you look like you're doing well. It's good to be back. You've been gone a while. I've been gone for uh, uh, a few days. Yeah. Um, out uh, recruiting and uh, helping grow the Huntsman World Senior Games. Which is an important thing for you to do. Getting ready for the event that's uh, coming up just right around the corner. In fact, uh, I wanted to mention just a couple of things to kick our show off Okay. in relation to the Huntsman World Senior Games. What do you have? The first one. This is a big one. All right. If you're interested in registering, if you're interested in competing for the 2017 Huntsman World Senior Games, now is the time to <laughs> literally, register. Literally, now is the time now to do it. Now is the time. September 1st is our registration Which deadline. Which is tomorrow. That's right. So if you have already registered for the games, that's fantastic. We're excited. We're going to have a, a great year. It's going to be a great year. Oh, it always is. If you have been sitting on the fence and trying to decide if this year is the year to do it, let me just invite you to do it. Do it. Just do it. Climb but off the fence and do it. But you got to do it fast. Yes. We've got to get right on it. September 1st is our registration deadline. So don't forget, uh, September 1st, registration is easy to do, www.seniorgames.net. Click on registration, and the process is uh, self-explanatory. That's right. That's the first thing. And I'll probably talk about that at the end of the show you as well. May, you may mention it again. Number two, one of the benefits that you get as an athlete at the mm-hmm. Expo World Senior Games is free access to some pretty amazing health screenings. And the, and the health screenings are free as well. Yeah, that's one of the, that's, yeah. We have free access and then the screenings are free too. <laughs> Not only can you get in, but the actual screenings <laughs> themselves, right? right? So, right. Um, yeah, one of the great things about the Huntsman World Senior Games is our health screening oh, program yeah. that we have. There's there's a lot of uh, things that we offer, but health screenings is, is one of the important ones. Um, we do the standard blood pressure type things, but we also do some pretty... Pretty uh, interesting things as far as screenings are concerned. Yes, we, we do. We give you a chance to look at your vision. Uh, we work with you on your hearing. We uh-huh. want to analyze some of your um, brain health and maybe some issues there, as well as emotional fitness. That's right. And the list goes on and on. Every year we hear stories about how these screenings have positively affected lives. Like and, saved and, them. And in some ways, have really. Uh, we, we feel they've been life-saving. Yes, I, so, did, I didn't mean to steal your thunder. I didn't no, mean to say no, that. no, not at all. Absolutely, We're, we we love offering this to our athletes. Yes, we do. We think that it's a, a, a very valuable service. We think that our athletes respond positively to it. In addition to some of the screenings that we do, we have been on the forefront of some pretty cool research yes, that's we, been going. Our on. athletes have, have been a major contributor to this. Absolutely, research. absolutely. So this research is done by universities like the University of Utah, Brigham Young University, and the University of California, San Francisco. Say what? I know. Good segue, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Today's guest is one of those researchers. He's been studying and even, I think, revolutionizing the way we look at health and wellness and the treatment of disease. Dr. John Kane is the professor of medicine, biochemistry, along with biophysics at the University of California, San Francisco. And we are honored to have him here with us today. Dr. Kane, how are you? Uh, very well, thank you. Good, good. I'm quite Th- pleased to be with you. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, Dr. Kane and I have been friends for a long time. He's been coming to the Huntsman World Senior Games for years. And uh, as I said, I've been doing some pretty incredible, really amazing... Phenomenal. ...research that is that is just uh, fantastic and um, revolutionary, and uh, we want to talk a little bit about some of that work that you've been doing, Doctor Kane. F- first of all, let's let's just start off with getting to know you a little bit better. You're 
You're uh, in, obviously based in California. Is that where you are originally from? Well, I got my degree in medicine from the University of Oregon, but uh, then came down here and got uh, a PhD in molecular chemistry so I could do these studies and training in internal medicine and so on. And then uh, they, for some reason or other, made me a professor here. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. And uh, and you've been coming to the games, as I said, for years. How, how many years have you been uh, participating well, in the health screenings? I think it's about seven. Okay. And uh, we've, we've uh, had wonderful participation from the participants. And uh, we have, I think, about 5,000 sam- blood samples that they've given us over the years that are the basis for a lot of very uh, innovative research. So that so that's really Dr. Kane what we want to get into is we we want to talk a little bit and and you know you're going to have to you know t- speak in layman's terms for us please but uh, we want to learn and understand the research that you're doing and how it is uh, again as I said revolutionizing healthcare uh, in in some pretty amazing ways. So so you come to the to the health screenings. Um, your uh, your booth is an optional area where people can come and, as you said, uh, give a blood sample. And then what do you do with that? And what has it meant as far as as research and discoveries? Well, we do very extensive uh, research on it because we feel that the participants in the games are a very special group of people, biologically speaking, medically. Um, You know, we have uh, samples from people who are in their 90s who are doing pole vaulting. Um, And this is, you know, a a very special subgroup of people. But all of them uh, have contributed materially uh, because they're extra healthy. And we are looking forward. We've prepared DNA from all these people now. Uh, and we are in the process as uh, the uh, ability to sequence genes has increased and the expense is decreasing. Uh, we look forward to doing uh, sequencing every gene in the body in a large number of these people and comparing them to population studies where people are not as uh, fit uh, as far into life as these people. I think this is going to tell us a great deal about the processes that allow the genetic and metabolic processes that allow people to carry on this really um, extensive physical activity uh, well into uh, the mature years, let's say. Now, Dr. Kane, I have a quick question for you that really is kind of an aside, but do you use the DNA to, to, to analyze their ancestry, like where they're from, what, where do they... So they can maybe find some trends of people that come from here, people come from there, have these tendencies or those tendencies? Well, the DNA we have tells us everything, you know, that we want to look for. Uh, And certainly there are some disorders, some uh, uh, conditions that are associated with certain ethnic backgrounds, that's for sure. But um, uh, we're particularly interested in mutations that occur in genes that, cause disease, a a gene that normally has a function like um, removing cholesterol-filled particles from blood. And there's some people who have defects in those genes, and that leaves them very high levels of uh, lipoproteins in the blood that then wind up going into the artery wall and causing heart attacks and strokes. So uh, we have actually been able to identify with our colleagues to date uh, about 30 gene 
mutations, that is variations that occur that are associated with heart attack and stroke. Wow, you, you so found is, 30. They teach us about, about processes we didn't know anything about. We find a gene, uh, a mutation, a gene we didn't know, and then uh, we proceed with that, and it reveals a new pathway. For instance, one of the uh, genes we found is a, uh, a new gene for diabetes, and nobody knew this before we and our colleagues analyzed uh, three large groups of patients, and we found it. Wow. So, so explain, because um, th- this really is, to me, this is fascinating, this is very interesting, but explain to me when you say we found a new gene. Um, so, I, I Well, ha- there are about, you know, genes are little stretches of DNA okay. that actually tell the body how to assemble a protein. The gene is the code. And the body is able to read that code and assemble a unique protein from each gene. Or so oftentimes, by splicing the code in different ways, they can get more than one protein from a single gene. But so there are so many genes, we think about 26,000 in the human genome, that um, not all of them have been identified. And just just to tell you something really surprising, it was for us anyway, We found a protein in human high-density lipoproteins. That's one of the uh, kinds of proteins that carry cholesterol and blood, considered to be the good guys because they help uh, us against various diseases. We found a protein there nobody had ever seen before and found a gene for it. We call it apolipoprotein L. And we were able to collaborate with uh, investigators in Europe, and it turned out that that gene makes the protein that kills the organisms that cause African sleeping sickness, something we didn't anticipate at all, but it's led to a whole uh, uh, area of research now in Africa. So, you know, new insights that can lead to cures eventually for that disease, which kills about 20,000 people a year in Rhodesia and those countries, so... If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life, and we're visiting with Dr. John Kane of UC San Francisco. He's talking a little bit about some of the genetic discoveries that he has uh, been a part of and that the Huntsman World Senior Games athletes uh, have been a part of as well. So, Dr. Kane, you, you're talking about the discovery of new genes. So, um, you know, you, you receive these blood samples, you, you start to analyze them, you're, you're looking for these new discoveries, you find a new gene um, once you once you isolate and identify that gene, uh, what what I mean, what do you do next? Like, how do you how does that translate into something that either cures diseases or or, or helps us treat them? What what's the process after a gene is discovered? Well, as, after you've found the gene, you can you can interpret the protein that would be just by reading the gene, like reading text in the newspaper. You can predict what that protein would have to be like, exactly what its structure would be. And then you can look for that in a system and find out, oh, this protein helps to uh, helps for, for the cell to uh, activate insulin, or this one helps to remove cholesterol from the blood. And that's how, once we have the protein, we can look into the system, often predict uh, its function when we see the structure, we can say, oh, the structure suggests that this does this or that. And so, um, and in the course of this, uh, this has allowed us to discover new diseases. We've discovered 
five previously unknown diseases uh, that cause uh, uh, heart trouble or pancreatitis, uh, very serious conditions like that. And uh, these weren't known before, and now they are listed among the identified diseases that we can test for. And uh, more important, probably, we, uh, we already have some inference about how to treat these diseases. And so that, that's, um, again, to me, that's just that's amazing. So in understanding the way that the genes function and the way that they, as you said, kind of write the code that, that uh, is connected to the proteins... Uh, ultimately, does it does it lead to the creation of medicines, um, and and if so, how does that process work? Well, um, it turns out that when you identify the protein in a disease that isn't working very well, and you want to improve how it works, now um, uh, drug companies have a battery of you know probably 200,000 chemical compounds that they can put in one by one in a big uh, array. It's all done automatically to see which one of those chemicals influences the process in a test tube. And they'll find, if you look at 200,000, you're probably going to find some that do work. They either stop a bad process or help a good one. And then uh, they can say, oh, well, now we have a candidate to develop a new drug. And so that has led to uh, the, the development of a number of very effective drugs. I mean, for instance, the statin drugs. Since the statin drugs effectively lower cholesterol in almost all people, and um, they do so quite dramatically, and most people tolerate them rather well. Maybe one person in 200 will really have a, a resistance or sensitivity to a statin drug. Since they were introduced and the other drugs that we now use for people who have cholesterol problems, there has been a reduction of about 35% in death from coronary artery disease uh, since the 1960s. Wow. And that's, well, that's it. We lose about 600,000 people a year to death from heart disease. So this has been reduced by, you know, uh, 250,000 deaths a year. So, that's amazing. This molecular research that leads to new medications, the identification of diseases that we didn't know existed before, is is really producing results, and it's uh, doing so with diabetes. It's doing so with a lot of uh, disorders. But just to show the breadth of the importance of these molecules, we are finding changes in uh, lipoproteins that we think are related to the risk of ovarian cancer. And we're doing active research in that field. Um, and it gives an idea of how broadly many of these uh, processes extend. Also, we found uh, when people have an overpowering infection, they can die of what's called septic shock. And we found that some of these molecules that we've been working with can actually help to protect the body against death from septic shock. So... You know, it's a world of discovery. It's a time of discovery. and uh, But I do want to say very, interject here very uh, uh, expressly, the elderly athletes at the Games who have been so generous in allowing us to get their histories and draw their blood, get the DNA, study the proteins in their blood, are contributing materially to this. And... Um, 
you know, they are an invaluable contribution to the discovery. And for the most part, they've been the normal control values against which we compare samples from people with early disease. But it's a tremendous boost to medical research, and I want to thank them publicly. Uh, there isn't a more gracious uh, group of people, I don't think, to be found. Well, thank you, Dr. Kane. I, on behalf of the athletes, I say thank you. We feel the same way, you know. We really do. We we feel like this uh, group of athletes that comes to St. George, Utah, every year to be a part of the Huntsville <clears throat> World Senior Games is definitely a very special group of people. And um, you know, they're they're here for a variety of different reasons, and they come from a variety of different backgrounds. But to be able to be a part of this groundbreaking. Uh, research and these groundbreaking studies is uh, is really a cool thing, and um, I think that as you said, the athletes appreciate being a part of that, and they know that the the research is going to lead to uh, discoveries that that are ultimately going to help people in the long run. Um, even if it isn't something that helps them directly, it is something that's going to help you know the the human race move forward, I guess, in kind of a big picture way. And, uh, and you're right. They're, they're a great group of people, just a very, very special they group. They really are. So I, what, the thing that, that I find so interesting, Dr. Kane, um, you know, I know that you uh, have, have kind of a, a – your specialty might if, – if you can say specialty, I guess. But you, you've kind of focused on coronary disease and cholesterol and things like that uh, through your research and your studies. But I think it's fascinating that that was the starting point but you've been able to find so many other things, as you've said, cancer, um, African sleeping sickness, diabetes, so many other things uh, through through the research that you've done and really have, have made a difference. In, yeah, it's very true. In uh, the way that uh, medicine is practiced. That's and, fantastic. And if I may interject, to see him walk around the Dixie Center, he's so unassuming, and yet he's making so many contributions to humanity. Uh, it's, I mean, I had no idea. I, well, I did have an idea because I've talked to you before, but the first time I met you, I had no idea what you were about and what, what you were going to accomplish and are, were accomplishing. So it's just really amazing to me that you're as gracious as you are. If I could just <laughs> throw that out. It's symbiotic, right, Dr. Kane? It's, it's a cool relationship. Well, I'll tell you, it, it certainly is. Uh, the, the reception we've had at the games has been so supportive, and everyone understands that this is a time of, potential discovery that that's going to help people and uh and so you know i just have to credit the games with being so helpful supportive and there have been other people at the games as well uh from brigham young university for instance uh making studies that will be uh collaboratively analyzed with us we actually have the genes on people who have been studied by the brigham young uh young uh investigators there and uh, they've been measuring the amount of cholesterol-filled plaque in the carotid arteries in the neck. And then we have the DNA on those patients and, uh, and also some protein measurements. And uh, we're bringing that together, and that will eventually be jointly published. And so uh, it isn't just uh, our group, but uh, there are other investigators. There are people from uh, cardiology at UCSF who've also gone there. And so... Uh, you know, and jointly uh, we help each other, and it's just a, you know, a very fulfilling environment. I have to say, uh, I, I wouldn't want to do anything else with my life. I tell you, so. <laughs> that's great, Doctor Kane. So we're we're running a little short on time, but in addition to being a research doctor, you are also a physician, an MD. Um, so you're, you know, you're very aware, well aware of uh, the treatments and the medicines and things like that. But what advice would you have? 
for someone who is starting to maybe enter their uh, their later years, their golden years, uh, where it relates to health and wellness that uh, you would pass on in the next maybe one and a half minutes? Okay. Well, certainly I'm going to say something that will go over well in Utah, and that is that smoking is extremely harmful, not only to arteries, but, you know, causes retinal disease and cancer and so on, and it should be essentially eliminated from the community if possible. I think that's Second, uh, people should go to their doctors and have their lipoproteins measured. Uh, there's one that most doctors still are not measuring. It's called the LPA, lipoprotein. And you have no idea whether you have it or not unless you do the measurement. But it's a separate risk factor. And uh, if a patient asks for that, a doctor will get it. And this way, we'll be able to find people who are at particular risk. And uh, because today we have so many interventions, so many good new drugs, um, and, and I don't mean to omit lifestyle uh, changes here because those right. are very important, and most of the uh, athletes are very conscious of that um, uh, a diet low in saturated fats and so on. And uh, certainly obesity is rare uh, in that group of people. But uh, the, the message is that modern medicine can make a big difference in the lifespan of people, uh, if the proper measurements are made, the proper medications and lifestyle changes are made, <clears throat> and this is, we're developing a culture where many people in their what would have been considered advanced years are very productive. They are still working, uh, inventing, uh, you know, playing, seeing patients, <laughs> and so uh, it's uh, those are the years that uh, that one can gain. For sure, for sure. And we, we love being a part of that at the Huntsman World Senior Games, and I know that you have uh, loved being a part of it as well. Dr. Kane, thank you so much for joining us. I, I really appreciate it. Um, we both appreciate yeah, it. It was it's, great visiting it's great with you. to visit with yeah. you, and we look forward to working with you in the future. Well, thank you for everything you do. So, have, a great, have a great afternoon, and we'll be in touch. Indeed. So, Jeff, I said at the beginning of the show that I was going to talk about registration. I'm going to mention it one more time. You, you think you might? <laughs> <laughs> registration is ending very soon, September 1st. That is tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes. Is the last day to register for the Huntsman World Senior Games. And this year is going to be amazing. You won't want to miss it. In fact, we have already over 9,900 registered athletes. We're anticipating about 1,000 more coming in still. That's but right. don't delay. Now's the time to do it. It's easy to do, as I said. Go to seniorgames.net. Click on the register button and then follow the prompts, and you can be a part of this year's Huntsman World Senior Games. Yes, don't be one of those people who call us the day after it closes and say, <laughs> I didn't make it, I didn't make it. Can you let me in? No, we've, we, we've got to stick to the deadline, so September 1st, but uh, there, there's still time. Get on that website and get registered and be a part of the games. Don't forget to tune in next and every Thursday at 4.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. You can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play by searching for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life to hear this as well as previous episodes. And Jeff, here's our motivational thought for the day from the one and only Walt Disney. All our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. That's right. Until next Thursday.